Welcome to Let's Get Writing, the podcast that explores the creative process of writing from books, scripts, plays, and poems to songs and blogs. This series focuses on authors, publishers, and artists. Catherine's guests share their process of writing in all its forms. Listen along to discover the personal journeys behind their work. Explore options from indie to traditional publishing and learn tips and secrets to inspire you. Welcome to Let's Get Writing. Hello, everyone. I'm Catherine Taylor, and this is Let's Get Writing. We we had a few technical problems getting online today, but things seem to have resolved themselves. So thank you for joining us, and we hope you enjoy this show. Um, I'm going to tell you, I have not hosted a lot of business authors on this show. And in some respects, that's really strange because I'm all about doing things to accelerate business and grow your business. In fact, I mean, I've read so many books of those kinds of nature, of that kind of nature to help me do a lot of the things I've done in my life. And, you know, as a matter of fact, I'm even a subscriber to my guest's weekly newsletter, which is read by tens of thousands of people around the world. And that's how this all started. So I want to welcome uh, Rob Hatch to the show and um, tell you a little more about him. He should be coming up here anytime. <laughs> he is the owner of, uh, he is the co-founder and president of Owner Media Group, who provides strategies and skills for the modern business. And he brings a unique blend of knowledge and background in the field of human development with his experience as a very successful business leader and now uh, an executive coach and now author. Um, and we're going to talk to you. Hi, Rob. How are hey, you? I'm great. Thanks so much for having me. I appreciate it. Look, um, we're going to talk today about your book, which is Attention, the Power of Simple Decisions in a Distracted World. And yeah. let me tell you, that title really hit home with me. And if you talk to anyone who knows me, the word distracted comes up quite a bit. <laughs> so I was like, I, I got to read, that. I really gotta read this. Yeah? Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. Well, before we go anywhere, the very first thing I want to do off the top, tell people how they can get your book and how they can find you. Let's get that out there right away. Sure. Uh, it's robhatch.com slash attention is the books page. And you can just go there and then click on whatever, you know, purchase option of your choice to grab the book right now. It's uh, I think today on launch day, it's still available uh, on the Kindle version for 99 cents. So you can go grab that. Um, on, on Amazon right now. Oh my gosh. Well, that's fantastic. So everyone get out there and support Rob. I, and it's not just support Rob. This is a really great book. And I'm sure it'll bring something of great value to your life. Um, so very exciting day, Rob. This is a day that everything takes off and, and goes forward for you. How does it feel? <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I've, I've been pacing, to be honest with you. If I'm quite Quite frank, it's been, uh, it's kind of weird, right? Because you can't really do much. Once the day is there, you're just mm -hmm. letting things happen and hoping that everything that you put in place kind of works for you. Um, so it's just, it's been really exciting. And I'm, I'm super grateful for the response. Uh, kind of contrary to some of the stuff in the book, I've spent more time kind of online today than I usually do. You know, I, I usually set aside time to to do my work, but my my job today is really just to kind of see and respond to people who are are posting things and 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 commenting about the book, and and I'm just super grateful. So it's been kind of a different day for me, for sure. 
Yeah, well, you're down there in Maine, and I'm up here in Newfoundland, so we're really not that far apart, and our mm -hmm. weather patterns are quite similar as well. Yes, yes, yeah. But I'm sure it is a really busy day, and thank you for being part of the show. Um, I wanted to uh, kind of begin by saying a little bit that you believe in, in the small stuff, the distractions that keep us from doing the things that matter. Like this is it seems to be where you've tuned into in your book. Um, like how, how do we fix that? I mean, I think we're all overwhelmed. I think we're all feeling that in our lives. And uh, what are you saying? <laughs> yeah, um, it, that is really the point is to, to try and help people reclaim some of their time and attention from all the distractions, right? That that we are overwhelmed in, and especially in the last six months, the the decision fatigue that has gone on, and you know, in in the last six months has been excruciating for a lot of folks. But the small stuff that gets in the way for me, simple something as simple as my inbox, right? My mm -hmm. our inbox we use we use as a reminder tool, we use it as a to do list, and and that's really not what it's designed for. What it's really designed for is you know, to deliver messages to us. So instead of being overwhelmed by all the tiny little you know, notifications in there, first thing I do is just turn off the notifications that mm -hmm. don't matter. I don't need to know when a new email comes in. It's gonna be there. Uh, so I just turn off a lot of those notifications and the dings and the buzzes and, and things like that. There are certain notifications that I allow through, but for the most part, trying to turn that off. And then when I go in there, a very simple thing that I try to do is, if if I'm gonna be communicating with someone more than twice, then I wanna set up a filter for, for them to go into a specific folder. And then when I go into my inbox, I, I can say, okay, I'm going to my email. I'm gonna see if I have a message from any of my clients or my wife or my business partner and, and then I'm going in there with a lot of intention rather than being distracted by all of the other people who want my attention. Right. Rather than being led by your inbox, you're actually yes. controlling your inbox. And yeah. that's just one of many things that you, um, that you share in the book. But I've got to say, I mean, you're one of the most connected people I know. You're very connected. And when I reached out to you, it was, as we say here in Newfoundland, less than this, more than this, or no time at all. Yeah. You went back to me. So you have it down to a fine art, I feel. Well, uh, thank you. Uh, I, it, maybe we got lucky. <laughs> I'd love to take full credit for the for having been artful about it. But but in all honesty, you know, there, there are times and... Um, that I set up in my day when I want to go check my email and I have that intention. And so then I can be responsive and maybe, you know, maybe I get lucky and it's just in the moment. Maybe you sent it in 10 minutes earlier and I can respond. Um, but oftentimes it's not more than, you know, you know, uh, a day and not even a, it rarely is a day because I'm going in a couple times a day and I check those, those folders that I've, you know, said that are important. And one of them is, is the responses to newsletters and, you know, conversations that I've been having with people for the last 10 years that I've been writing. So, so that's one of the priorities for me is to check that, that folder first. Well, I tell you, I've been picking up on the things you've been saying, and I've been doing that. I've been not jumping into my email all the time. I've been getting up and tackling my day 
in a different way. And actually, I think in a way that I used to do it a long time ago, and I lost sight of that. And um, there's so many great tips, but I, I don't want to tell it all. I want you to tell it. But I want to go to something I looked at on your website, which was small, big, small. Yeah. And you were explaining that. And I would love it if you could just tell us a little bit about that whole concept. Sure. Um, so small, big, small is essentially that there are, it really gets to what you were talking about, about all the sort of small, tiny things that are in our way. And sometimes in order to get to the big stuff, we have to kind of clear out some of the small stuff that's in front of us, like email. Right? Once you have a system set up to handle all these little tiny things, then that clears you, you know, frees your mind to start focusing on the bigger ideas. And that's to me the value in setting up systems, you know, like that or um, action stacks and, and all sorts of different systems is to take these little tiny decisions that we subject ourselves to create a simple, very simple system. Cause it's not hard to say, if this email comes in from, uh, from my wife, put it in this folder so that I know it's important. Um, so really simple systems that clears the way. So now I can focus on bigger ideas, bigger goals, more important business, um, efforts or time with my family, whatever that might be. And I can think bigger, I can think longer term. And then I, the next small, that, so that's the first small, mm -hmm. then they're big. And then the last small is really, okay, now that I've got this big goal, how do I break that down uh, into smaller pieces? And, you know, writing a book, you know, which is, I know that, that kind of the topic that, you know, that you've, you've covered so well that this, this idea of writing a book can be very enormous, right? It's very a, big. So if I keep saying, I'm going to write a book, I'm going to write a book, and I don't take the time to break it down into smaller steps, then I will continually be overwhelmed and keep kind of pushing it off. But if I say, tomorrow, I'm going to write 500 words then I know that I've already chipped away a big chunk of the 65 to 80,000 words that it takes to, to write a, a business book. Um, and, and I keep doing that. If I keep repeating that small step, now I, now I'm, I'm getting somewhere and I can start to see my progress. So small, you know, tackle some of that small stuff that's in the way and getting in the way of, of what you're trying to do frees you up to look at the big stuff and then break it down into smaller chunks. Cool. And, and the thing, too, that I feel that goes along with the method that you're talking about is when we're starting out and we have all these distractions, a lot of it is decision making. And you talk about that a lot in the book and you're trying to figure out what you're, what you're going to do. And it can be something simple. What am I going to wear today? Um, you know, all that takes a piece of your mind yeah. as was your email. And then once you kind of get that big vision, what I'm thinking is that the yeses and the nos get a whole lot easier because you They're, know where you're going. They really do. Uh, because yeah. now you're, now you're talking about um, looking ahead to what it might, you know, what it might feel like when you accomplish that and imagining what that would mean to you to have accomplished this big goal. And it helps you to prioritize, right? So, so now those little things that you were, that were getting in your way don't matter so much. And you know, each time you write the 500 words, that you're working towards something much bigger. So it absolutely clarifies things. Um, I, I, yeah, it's, it's one of my favorite things is to, to be able to think big. And I think sometimes we don't think big enough uh, or far, far, you know, and 
far out enough. Uh, we might think about an annual goal for revenue or something like that. But but when we can start to really envision some bigger goals and and what we want what we want life to look like or our business to look like two years from now, three years from now, five years from now, then we can start to dial in and prioritize. What does this match up? Is that serving that goal? Um, and and it really does help clarify your your actions every day. Well, I see that kind of business coach coming out in you right now. Those are hard questions to answer sometimes when you're starting out to 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 see that. But what I find is my philosophy is anything is better than nothing. Oh yes. Let's get moving. Get it down. You can always tweak it and fix it. It doesn't have to be perfection, but it's like with a book and this is what we do talk about here writing in that process get it down. Don't try to write perfection, right? Get those 500 words down. And then, you know, when the time comes, you can get back to polishing them or adding things, taking things away. So great advice. One thing that I noted, and I kind of like about your style, your personal style, really, you incorporate research, and then you integrate grade it with personal stories. Yeah. So, and lessons yeah. from your daily life, like you might refer to your family or you may refer to something that you did. And, you know, I, I find it makes your book very readable. So was this, is that just you or is this something you thought about in structuring your book? <laughs> it, it is honestly, uh, it's, it's, it's what I've done and um, written, it's a style in which I've written for years and, and using myself as kind of the, um, you know, you know, the, the, the foil almost, you know, I, I've broken things so many times and, you know, tried to fix things and figure things out, or I've watched my children and learn from them or my watching my wife grow her business and the lessons that I learned from that. Or, so I, I feel like to not tell those stories or to try and tell them in a different way would, would strip them of their meaning. And, and so I, I, yeah, it's kind of why I tend to do it, but um, I, I don't know how not to do it <laughs> yeah, right now. Well, it, it's a very nice technique, you know, in a business book because it makes it very relatable. That's what I found. This is very relatable. And I like that you have this code that, you know, your wife calls once you don't answer because you're on your focus time, right. but the second call, you know, that's the code for pick it up. So, you know, little things like that are kind of nice and uh, something that I could definitely integrate. And in fact, I did integrate some things right after reading the first part of your book, planning my day the night before, getting up, turning off the noise in the morning and focusing on three particular things. And I was telling people about it on a live uh, Instagram video I did yesterday. And I was like, I wouldn't tell them how I made out with it. I was like, no, no you got to watch this show to find out. So here's the big reveal. <laughs> how I made out with your suggestions. Really helpful. Like it made a great, great difference to my day and my productivity. Now, did I get an A? I'm going to be honest. I know I probably rolled in there at about a, I'd say a B. Right. Lots of room for improvement, but a very good start. Um, and so I was really pleased with that. And so again, today I got up and I did the same thing. So, you know, that kind of way, way that you've chosen to present the material, it's not like I've got to go and sit and think about it for days. I just said, okay, going to do it right now. I can do it tomorrow morning. I'm going to get up and do some of these things that Rob says and just see if I can get rid of some of that noise, some of that distraction. 
That's so cool. I, I'm I'm so I'm so glad that it worked for you. Uh, it, and I'm you know you gave yourself a B. We're usually pretty hard on ourselves, so uh, <laughs> I'm sure you did great. Uh, and what I one of the things that I love about and appreciate about what you said is that the what I'm suggesting isn't meant to be rigid, right? Your version of that is different than my version of that. How you want your morning to go is different, but there's some fundamental principles that it has to be built upon. And, and that, you know, that foundation is there, but how you shape it, that flexibility is what I enjoy most when people tell me, you know, oh, I, this is how I did, this is what I did. And this is how my, I want my morning to go. That's it. I want, you know, that idea that we can, we get to choose how we wake up instead of feeling like we're an ER doc on call and we've got to grab the phone and first thing start looking at, uh, at you know, what came in overnight. Uh, we, we don't have to do that. We don't have to behave that way. We don't have to enter the day with that anxiety of, of trying to anticipate the next thing that's going to happen. We can just start the day quiet. You know, you mentioned anxiety and I, I, I had to grab onto that because so many people these days are wrestling with anxiety. You hear more and more depression, all of these things. And why is it so prevalent? Is it our technology or do you have any thoughts on this or do you, do you feel it's distractions? Uh, I have a lot of thoughts on it, but I don't know how qualified I am to necessarily um you know, break, break it all down. But, but for me, the idea that we can pause for a moment and look at the things that are causing that anxiety and really kind of be in that feeling for, for even just a few minutes to think, okay, so I woke up and just before I grabbed my phone, I was just coming out of a dream. But then I, when I grab it and I start opening Facebook and I see some of the daily news or I, you know, I can, if we could slow it down, we probably would feel our tensions rising, our anticipation and anxiety about what the day is or what we just read, whether we like it or not, there's an anxiety component to learning this news. So if we can slow that down and think, okay, what, what changed because I found out that information and how would I, am I going to act any differently now that I know this? The likelihood is pretty slim that the morning news is going to give you a certain amount of information that is really important to how you're going to move through your day or even thinking about what you're going to do long-term. And often if we can turn it off even just for a little bit, you'll find that the information comes to you through friends. Did you hear you know, and it'll find you anyway, you're really not missing out. And it's probably not really impacting any decisions that you should make, but we subject ourselves to that. So if we can just recognize some of those moments, I think we can handle the anxiety a little bit, uh, a little bit better. And, and that grab back some of that. Do I really need to know this? And how can I use this time better? But we're not really missing out. We, we think we are, but we're, we're probably not. <laughs> well, I think the immediacy of some of the social media kind of makes you feel that way. And even I find 
trying to figure out your path and work with all the different social media, it can at times make me feel anxious. I go, oh, I'm not doing this. And this person is so much better at it than I am. Right. You know, and it's all those things. And so, like you say, trying to quiet your mind and focus on that big, the big that you mentioned, I think calms us down. And it, it, at least it makes me feel that way. But but I have to ask, it's, it's time to fess up. Were you, were you one of those people? I mean, how did you end up going in this direction? Did you feel like you were caught in this trap at some point? Oh, absolutely. Uh, and I, I found out kind of, uh, I found out as an adult that I had ADHD. I was diagnosed as an adult, basically because I, my son was diagnosed and I was recognizing a lot as we were meeting with a doctor, I was recognizing a lot of these things. So all of a sudden it explained so much to me. So that kind of racing mind, the, um, kind of associative thinking, which I, I by, by the way, I love my ADHD. There's the, I, there's something about it that's really wonderful because I, I like the way my brain works, but it also works against me sometimes. So this is what the systems do is kind of help me um, get through the stuff that is harder um, or I might put off or procrastinate. It just helps sort of settle me in keep me moving through it. One example is, you know, I, in action stacks, I have these very simple project plans, these lists of how, for how to do something that I do over and over again. I can remember how to do it. I know how to set up a webinar. I can get all the, the steps down by memory, but why would I waste my time and my creative energy trying to remember all the steps and the order in which they have to happen when I can just pull up my action stack and just go through the steps. Now I'm not thinking about it really. I'm just doing it. Mm -hmm. It's not a place where I want to exert any mental or creative energy. I want to put that on more important things. So yeah, I definitely one of those people who is overwhelmed, scattered. And a lot of these ideas have come from figuring out how to tame that a little bit and, and be, you know, more effective and, and really kind of take control of, of where I wanted to put my time and attention. Well, I, you know, I really hear what you're saying. And actually, I, I know someone else who's hearing it too, which would be Vicki Nee at Vicki Nee Coaching, who deals with me. And I think that, you know, I'm one of those people at times, maybe I have a little bit of that same quality where I'm, everything gets really noisy for me sometimes, and I can't seem to ground myself, focus and stay on task. It's challenging. Anyway, I, I had to mention that because I'm sure she's thinking it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you mentioned this one, something that you mentioned about, yeah. you know, going into social media as a person running a business, right? And, and you look at other people and what they're doing and you think to yourself, oh my gosh, I'm not doing enough or I really could be doing that. And I, I'm guilty of that feeling as well at times. What settles me in and, and the leading up to the book is a perfect example is there are thousands of ways to promote a book, thousands of plans out there. Eventually, I just had to settle in and say, what is my plan on LinkedIn to do, mm -hmm. you know, to, to, to share? And how am I going to cultivate connections there? What is what am I going to be doing in my newsletter? And I just picked a couple of different places and I set the plan. And I followed that plan. And then I, every time I had that feeling, I just kept saying, well, that wasn't part of the plan. I, I, 
I have my own plan. That's interesting and cool. And it looks, you know, looks like they're going to do very well with that. But that's not my plan. Uh, this is my plan. I just going to have to trust it and work it. And, and unless I'm not getting the results, I mean, you got to mm-hmm. check in every now and then and say, is this working? But I was measuring, you know, what was going on and I could see that it was doing well. So anytime that feeling came in, I'd say, you know, that's okay. That's, that's their plan. It's not mine. Um, not everyone is going to be, you know, run a marathon. Maybe you're just going to do a 5k. Uh, you know, that's fine. That's your plan. It's, it's, it, so that's part of it too, is in that small, big, small, when you get to the small and you set your plan to get to the big, you just kind of have to trust that, that you're doing what you should be doing and not worry about what everyone else is. Trust your intuition <laughs> because we yeah. often do know and we, and we, we, we get do. away from that gut feeling. We don't hear it. We don't, we don't trust ourselves. Um, I want to come back to your newsletter because it's, you know, it's crazy. It's so many people get that every week and you deliver it every week into their inbox. Um, tell me a little bit about that and how is it a bit different from your book and what are other similarities and give us a bit of flavor for it. Sure. Uh, I've been writing the weekly newsletter for about nine years, nine, yeah, I'd say nine years now. And every Thursday morning, I, and I usually write it the day before, sometimes even the night, <laughs> the night before, depends on what's going on, but usually the day before and, you know, whatever I feel is on my mind. And I think the biggest difference is when I'm writing the newsletter, I really try to focus on writing to one person. I'm, I'm thinking about you in my head. I'm thinking about Vicki. I'm not thinking about you all or, or, or a big broad stroke. And that's something I learned from my business partner, Chris Brogan around writing. It's just to really write to one person. Mm-hmm. And that's also where the personal stories come because I do feel like I'm, I'm trying to have a conversation on some level and, and it's worked. I mean, you know, in terms of I've, I've developed so many connections and friendships uh, of people I've never met through the newsletter, people who religiously will comment even a thanks every single week. And it's it's amazing. Some of those people actually wrote uh, uh, endorsements of the book. Uh, People I've really never met in person, but have just been along for the ride. And I invited them to, to, to help me in the, in the writing process. And, and they were grateful. I mean, I was grateful that they said yes. Oh, wow. Thank you. And I'm one of them now. Hi, and thank you. <laughs> Rob, we're, we're actually uh, just getting ready to wrap up. And I try to keep this in, in a certain time frame so that we can share yeah. on uh, television across the province as well. So I just want to thank you again so much for, for taking the time on a very busy day, a very exciting day to sit down with me and, and share some of these ideas. And I just want to wish you every success with the book. Uh, let's just remind people again how they can support you. And uh, or, But again, I'm, I don't want to go there. I want to see how they can help themselves by reading something great. Thank you. Uh, thank you so much for having me. I, I mean, this is, this is great to connect this way and, and, and appreciate the invitation so much. It is a busy day, but that I, you know, I love these conversations and just, just being able to talk. I'm so glad the book was helpful to you. But if people want to get a copy, they can go to robhatch.com slash attention. Uh, and also on robhatch.com, you can sign up for the newsletter if, you, if you'd like to join that as well. That's 
that's it. That's that. All right. Well, you enjoy the rest of your day down there in Thank Maine. Thank you so much. And I look forward to staying in touch. Thank you. Thanks so much for listening. We'd love to hear from you. So please let us know what you thought of this episode and share your ideas for future guests or topics. You can email us at letsgetwriting at katherinetaylor.ca. Don't forget to subscribe and even leave a review. If you love this episode, share it with a friend. Until next time, believe in yourself and let's get writing.